Hey y'all, welcome to the Jazz Show where you get all your basic information about all and any of your favorite celebrities. You're chilling with Jazz and Sheldon and you're listening to Hawk Radio on Anchor FM. Welcome you guys. Today we will be talking about the legendary, iconic Tyler Perry and how he became the famous popular Medea and how he created such big hit television shows, plays, movies, and other things. We'll also be discussing how he became a great writer, producer, and director. But before uh, we get into that, I'm going to read today's quote that's by Tyler Perry. And it reads, Your beginning never dictates your destination. Just a small little quote. Um, now we're going to go on a music break. And here is a song by Alicia Keys. It's called You Don't Know My Name. Hope you enjoy. Welcome back, you guys. Um, That was a song by Alicia Keys. It's called You Don't Know My Name. That was a little throwback there. A Um, little throwback? It's a lot throwback. No, it's a little throwback. Um, Uh, A little throwback would be like 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019. But that's like early 2000s. That's a Okay, you guys, it's what he said. Um, but today's topic, we'll be talking about... Um, Tyler Perry's Oh, career. sorry, y'all. Um, you can stream that song on any platform, any streaming platform. But um, we're going to be talking about Tyler Perry today. That's today's topic. Mm-hmm. And But right now, I'm going to read some basic information about him by Wikipedia. And he was born says September here, 13th. Tyler Perry, yes, he was born... Emmett Perry Jr. He was born September 13, 1969. He is an American actor, writer, producer, and director. Mm-hmm. In 2011, Forbes listed him as the highest paid man in entertainment, earning $130 million between May 2010 and 2011. Perry created and performs the Medea character, a tough elderly woman. She, you know, she, she tough. Y'all know, y'all know Medea. And Perry's um, films vary in style from orthodox filmmaking techniques to film productions of live stage plays. Many of Perry's um, stage play films have subsequently adapted as films. Which meaning, if if y'all don't know that, his plays became movies, basically. Um... Perry wrote and produced many stage plays during the 1990s and early 2000s. Perry has developed several television series, most notably Tyler Perry's House of Pain, which ran for eight seasons on TBS from June 21st, 2006 to August 10th, 2012. And I'm sure most of y'all know that he brought that show back as well on BET. Um, On October 2nd, 2012, and I'm sure I'll get more into that. It'll be on here anyway. But on October two, um, second, two thousand twelve, Perry struck um an exclusive multi year, um partnership with Oprah Winfrey and her Oprah Winfrey Network. Yes, um the partnership was largely for the sake of bringing scripted 
television to own based on Perry's previous success in the area, in this area, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, Perry has created multiple scripted um, series for the network, such as The Haves and The Have Nots. Um, being its most successful, The Haves and The Have Nots have given own its highest ratings to date at as of 2014 with the series also referred as one of Own's biggest success stories with its weekly dose of soapy fun filled with the typical betrayals, affairs, and manipulations. Um, Perry has additionally acted in films not directed or produced by himself, including... Um, Star Trek, Alex Cross, Gone Girl, um, Teenage Mutant, Ninja Turtles, and what else here? Vice. Um, so, yeah, I did not know he played in none of those except for Alex Cross. I went to the movies and saw Alex Cross there. And, but I'm going to get into his early life. Before he became a, an um actor, before he became a deal, a producer, writer, director, all that stuff, and you know just before he became real, really big. And if some of y'all did not know, he is now a billionaire. Um, he became a billionaire. Matter of fact, this month he became a billionaire. It doesn't give me a specific date, but it's. Um, September of this year, he became a huge billionaire, which is awesome. But um, here is a little something, something before he became famous. Um, Perry was born in New Orleans, Louisiana, as Emmett Perry Jr. As I said before, um, he was the son of Willie Maxine Perry and Emmett Perry Sr. Um, he has three siblings. Perry once said his father's answer to everything was to beat it out of him. That is very horrific. As a child, Perry once went so far as to attempt suicide in an effort to escape his father's beatings. In um, contrast to his father, his mother took him to church each week where he sensed a certain refuge of contentment at age 16 he had his first name legally changed from Emmett to Tyler um in an effort to distance himself from his father uh, many years later after seeing the film Precious that is a good movie mm-hmm. you've seen that movie I'm sure you have yes you've seen Precious Mm-hmm. So it was based off of him. No, I don't think it was based off of him. He just went to go see it. Perry, um, it says here Perry was moved to reveal for the uh, first time that he had been all molested by a friend's mother at age ten. Wow. He didn't know that. I mean, I read this before, but I like what like now that I actually read it out loud. Um, he was also oh, molested by three men 
prior to this and later learned his own father had molested his friend. Wow. This is very depressing. <laughs> there is no walk in the park for uh, Tyler Perry's uh, early life. Um, but again, it's all about... He- so, y'all, sorry for the dog noise in the background. It's my neighbors. They're very annoying. <laughs> Just wanted to say that, but continue. Say so you interrupt me for... No, I'm just saying for the viewers that think that's wondering where the dog is coming from, it's coming from my neighbor. Sorry, y'all. Sorry, we had backup uh, soundtrack. <laughs> okay. Yes. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Um. Damn, I forgot <laughs> you forgot to say it's all right. Well, um, um a, you, when you remember, you can interrupt. I guess. Well, yeah. Um, a DNA test taken by Perry indicated that Emmett Senior was not Perry's but Wow, biological father. I never read that right now. Unless I just skipped skipped over it. Oh wow. I never knew that. Wow, the more you know. Reading mm. is fundamental. Anyway. It really is, kids. <laughs> While Perry did not um complete high school, he earned a GED. In his early 20s, watching an episode of the Oprah Winfrey show, he heard someone describe um, the sometimes therapeutic effect the act of writing can have. I've done a little writing before, like... You have? Not like, you know, not like... Like... Not like professional writing, like amateur writing because, you know... Well, what's amateur writing? I'm sorry, we're going to pause... For a second, what, you what is amateur writing? Amateur writing. You know what amateur writing is. It's just basically you're not professional or anything like that. You're not writing for no actual TV show or any movies like that. So, you're just, so you you're just really. You, it's, <laughs> it's on my old laptop. It's so not, you have a diary? No, it's not a diary. No, writing. Like writing scripts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Why it's, would I have a diary? Why would I write scripts in a diary? I have it on my laptop. <laughs> yeah, your laptop is your diary. No, diary and scripts are two totally different things. Anyway, y'all. But yeah, I wrote um like like scripts for like skits, sketches, and stuff because I I love that you know like in Living Color and, and SNL like I really love those shows. Like, <clears throat> I think those are the best shows to, you know, get onto because you're doing that live. Like, you're reading the cards and stuff, and I think that's so cool. Um, But, yeah, I used to write, write like, scripts and stuff. I you do know they improv sometimes, Exactly. Right? Um, is that, they, that's what actors do. They do that on movies. Come on. Um, but yeah, I have that on like my, it's like on my old laptop, the laptop I got like when I was in sixth grade, <laughs> come on, but you know, I'm, I'm old now, so anyway, like I was saying, um, let me see here, where was I, uh, he heard someone describe sometimes the reputed effect, okay, I read that, you, you read this, that. um, comment inspired him to apply himself to a career in writing, he soon started writing a series of letters to himself, 
which became the basis for the musical I Know I've Been Changed. Now that is one, what did he, he said he wrote this, right? Right, yeah. I've never watched that now, or whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah, I've never watched that now. Um, that's one play or musical I've never watched that he's done. But I any other play I have watched and his show, The Haves and the Have Nots, um, I wanted to talk about that. I can't get into that show. I know you watched it though. It's like, that's a, I think that's a soap opera. I'm not into soap operas. I can't get into them. I guess they're, I don't know. I guess because they're so dramatic. <laughs> it's, I, it's, I don't it's, know why. And. It's not as dramatic as a lot of people. Uh, excuse me. Uh, think it is. Um, you know, a soap opera is supposed to be dramatic. You know, that's a soap opera. But. Um, you know, uh, Tyler Perry is amazing person. Um, of course he is. You know, um, he's a very Christian man. You know, as now, I said before, he his mother took him to church every well, week. Now he's he's a man who has many demons about him. Everyone does. You know about himself and for him to. Ouch. Uh, work on himself and work in his faith and mind you this is somebody who was homeless you know he that was homeless was in the streets um you know somebody that is like that hands up um becoming one of the best known people in Hollywood. You know Black at, Hollywood at that Atlanta. You know black and his stuff is in Atlanta. You know, black Hollywood I, I'm not that far, but you know, Hollywood alone and you know, this is a man who went from the streets and making plays and from making plays, um he signed a deal with Lionsgate. I know I'm kind of going uh, ahead, yeah. Ahead, even though you know I know we're gonna get into that. Yes, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but Lionsgate was one of the companies um, that really gave him his shot. You know, um, I I will remember Tyler Perry came out. During the time when uh, I don't know if Jazz will know, she would probably is it, a little baby to actually know this, but um, there was a time when movie piraters, um, but bootleggers, you know, um, bootlegs made bootleg movies and. The most bootleg movie that everybody bootlegged from was Tyler Perry shows, you know, plays. You think I don't know about bootleg movies? You know. Really? 
I was a young child. Wow. Are you serious? I know all about bootlegs. Are you serious? Come on. But yes, I know about bootleggers. You do? Yes, I do. In which way? What do you mean, which way? The bootleggers, they go into the movie theaters and they record the movie. Mm. Did you ever bought a bootleg? Why in the world would I buy a bootleg? My parents have bought bootlegs. My so, grandmother so your pa- so your parents. has bought Why would I buy a bootleg? If anything, I'm going to go to the store and buy it. So, so you do realize bootleg movies are literally movies that are in the movie theaters. That's literally what I just said. No, you literally said go no. to the store and get the movies. I, at the beginning, I said they go into the movies and they record the movie, Sheldon. The movie theater, yes. Exactly, I just said that. Hello? Anyway, yes, I know a lot about bootleg, thank you. It's very illegal. But anyway, very illegal. Yes, it really is it's illegal. You're not supposed to do that. Yes, um, that's why, especially during that time, you you know. What do you mean during that time? People still do it. Well, can can I explain? Can can I get my thoughts out? You take too long. Um, because I'm a very intelligent man. Uh. Um, so, you know, it, um, the entertainment business was losing a lot of money, you know, due to bootlegging Bootlegging, and all that. And if, uh, um, during that time period, each movie that came out, um, literally had the, the, if you ever uh bootleg this film or whatever copyright uh this film uh the FBI logo and you mm-hmm. know that that was during the time now you don't see that now um even though people still bootleg it's not as big um just for the fact that I think because of at that time, we really didn't have uh, streaming services like that. You know, uh, I believe Netflix was just getting on or wasn't even thought Netflix about. Netflix came out in, what, like 2004, maybe? Yes. Yeah. Let's, let's research it. Let's see. Let's see what Google got to say. It came out in nineteen. <laughs> I said two thousand four. Woo. Okay. Well, it came out nineteen ninety seven. Wow. I wonder how it was. CDs. How did they get it? How did? What do you mean? Like, how did they get the Netflix? Like how did they how did they get Netflix like like how we stream it okay I know at first how I seen it first we um you would order it offline 
and they will send it to you in mail. And um, when you were done watching, they get, like how you get movies from the library, they give you a time of when to return it. That's how Netflix was back then. And now you can stream it on your phone, computer, TV, or you, anything you, like that. You, but you, I don't know. I don't you know. missed a step what? about it. Um, yeah, that's one of it. They, they would send it. But also, um, they were in front of, they would have boxes, right? That's no. They, no, I don't think. Mm-mm. No, they That's had, the wrong thing. I don't think that was, I don't think that's Netflix. Yes. That's the, called the, um. What, red box? box? No, before it was Red Box. Red Box, look what year Red Box came out. Netflix was actually the first, one of the first people. Red Box came out, yeah, after Netflix. Because you had Blockbuster. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And Black- Blockbuster is not here anymore. We don't have Black- Blockbuster no more. I don't, I don't know what happened to Blockbuster. I think they bankrupted them. I don't know. But, yeah, I don't think that Redbox was founded in 2002, and Netflix was in 1997. hmm Netflix never had a box, Sheldon. Yeah, they did. No, they didn't. They never had a box. It was always, what? It says, the Netflix app is available on many smart TVs, game consoles, stuff like that. They never had it like a box. They always, let me, um, we're going all way off topic here. But it says here, um, that it was first distributed in a envelope. You would get it in an envelope. Yeah, that's how you would get it. Commercial, yes. Yeah, that's what I said. You would get it in the envelope. They give you a time of when to um, return it back, and like that. I don't you you didn't keep it. You had to return it. Yeah. Now you streaming, keep it. Whatever you know. You know whatever. You just pay your bill every month. That's it. You know, going back to Tyler Perry. You know, Lionsgate definitely gave. Tyler Perry not only um, a producer, a writer, a director, um, and I'm not even just that, you know, alone. I'm not even going to put, you know, the color in um, yet, but somebody who produces, writes, and directs uh, stuff you know, it, um, it's very, very, very rare uh, studio or production company um, gives you full range of your credibility. Um, anyway, we will go um, On have a, a short break. A short music break, break here. And this is, it's going to be a song by her. Oh, her again, huh? Well, it's not her song. It's a really a song by Shelly FKA Dram. I don't I really don't know. 
his music like that. But I heard one this song and I love that I fell in love with it. But this is a song featuring her and it's called The Lay Down and you can stream it on any platforms. So I hope you enjoy.
Welcome back, you guys. Um, we are talking about the legendary iconic Mr. Tyler Perry. Now we're going to get into his career and stuff like that. And as I said before, I'm getting my information from Wikipedia. And here is just some more information about him. Um, around 1990, Perry moved to Atlanta where two years later, I Know I've Been Changed was po- uh, was first performed at a community theater. Financed by the 22-year-old Perry's $12,000 life savings. The play included Christian themes of forgiveness, dignity, and self-worth while addressing issues such as child abuse and dysfunctional families. Um, The musical initially received a less than stellar uh, reception and was a financial failure. Perry, that's why I never seen (laughs) Perry persisted and over the next six years, he rewrote the musical repeatedly Though lackluster reviews continued, in 1998, at age 28, he succeeded in retooling the play and restaging it in Atlanta. Um, First at the House of Blues, then at the Fox Theater. Um, Perry continued to create new stage productions, touring with them on the so-called Chitlin um, um, Circuit. Um, now also known as the Urban Theater Circuit, and developing a large devoted following among African-American audience. In 2005, Forbes reported that he had sold more than $100 million in tickets, $30 million in videos of um, of his shows, and an estimated $20 million in merchandise. And the 300 live shows he produces each year are attended by an average of 35,000 people a week. Oh, that's a lot of money. I've never seen any of his plays in real life. Have you, sir? No. You've never seen any of his plays before? Not in person. Me either. Most of his plays... Well, no, I'm not gonna say. Yeah, all his most of his plays were out when I was born, but you know, I've never really heard any like any like any commercials or anything like that. But yeah, um, but here Perry raised a um five point five million dollar budget in part from the ticket sales of his stage productions. To fund his first movie, Diary of a Mad Black Woman. That, that is a good movie. That was a hit success. Uh, yeah, I watched that movie and watched the play. I had the play and... I don't... I ain't had a movie. I just had a play. But, uh, which went on to gross $50.6 million domestically. Um, while scoring a 16% approval rating at the film review website, Rotten Tomatoes. That's the famous website right there. I've heard it. I think that's a production too. I think that's a production as well. Um. Anyway, um, 
Perry made his um, directorial debut on his next film, an adaption of Medea's Family Reunion. Watch the movie and watch the play. I have just the play. I just got the play. I don't have the movie. And has directed all of his subsequent Medea films. On its opening weekend, February 24th through the 26th, 2006, um, Medea's Family Reunion opened at number one at the box office with $30.3 million. He was making bank now. Um, the film eventually grossed $65 million. Perry and his co-stars promoted the film on the Oprah Winfrey show as with, um, as with the diary. Almost all of um, the Medea's earnings have been generated in the United States. Yeah, I've never heard of none of his movies going, like, overseas. I don't, I don't know if any of them ever played overseas. But, um, Perry's next Lion Gate project, Daddy's Little Girl, starred um, Gabrielle Union and Idris Elba, and was released in the United States on February 14, 2007. I don't really care for that movie. Really? I, I believe it was... It was a beautiful story to it. Yeah, it was a beautiful... Yeah, it was a beautiful story and stuff like that. But it's... But what? It's sad. I mean, I don't know. It's not supposed to be... I don't don't know. I just... mm, I don't know. I just don't. I just can't get into it. Like I watched it one time. I mean, I watched it a few times and it just really... You know, it's just not my favorite movie by him. You know, we all got favorite movies and stuff like that. Come mm-hmm. on. You have your favorite movies and movies you dislike. I just dislike that one. You're not saying that Tyler Perry don't make good movies. He makes great movies. Now, that was a good movie. I'm not going to say it wasn't, but that was a good movie. But I just don't, you know, care for it. But, anywho, um, it grossed over $31 million. Perry wrote, directed, and produced, and starred in his next film, Why Did I Get Married? I watched the movie and the play once again. <laughs> um, you can uh, also you can watch the movie on um BET Plus if no one didn't know that. Um, it most of his by the way most of his movies and plays are on BET Plus in his TV shows. Um, but it was released on October twelfth, two thousand seven. Um, it opened at number one, grossing $21.4 million that weekend. It is loosely based on his play of the same name. Filming began March 5th, 2007 in Whistler, British Columbia. Ooh. A resort tour, I mean, sorry, a resort town north of Vancouver. Then moved to Atlanta, where Perry had opened his own studio. Janet Jackson, Sharon Lill, Jill Scott, and Tasha Smith appeared in the film. Perry's 2008 film, Meet the Browns, released on March 21st, opened at number two with a 20.1 million weekend gross. The Family That Prays opened on September 12, 2008, and grossed over. Um, $37.1 million. Now, The Family That Prays. Now, that is a good movie. It's sad. That's a sad movie, but it's a good movie. It is. Yeah. 
it, it is a good message. Um, <laughs> one is to never sleep with a married man. A rich one at that. So, because karma is something. That's what that movie really tells you. Karma is something. You mm-hmm. you watch that movie? Yes. What is it about? Hmm. Well, what they do in it? I'm trying to test you. I'm trying to see what you know about the movie. Mm. Mm, yeah. Who was who was in the movie? I forgot who was actually in the movie. You forgot who was in the movie. Who are you? I forgot the lady name. Um. Uh huh. Exactly. She, I, you know. But she was a a great act um act actor. Uh, Sonia Lathan. Yeah, actress. Sorry. Um, but yeah, there. Oh, <laughs> I had it right in my head. I just didn't say it. Kathy Bates. Yes, I love Kathy Bates. She was great on American Horror Story. If y'all know, if none of y'all don't watch none of that, it's a good show. Get into it. She's in it. She's amazing. She can play different characters, and I freaking love it. But um, yeah, Kathy Bates is an is an amazing actress. You gotta love her. You didn't even know she was in that movie. What what other movie she played in? Hmm. Hmm. You don't even know. Okay. Anyway, what? The water boy. The water boy. Oh, what? Who that movie? Who that movie? Um, of course the comedian. Um, what was his name? How dare you come? How dare you sit here and okay? Let's gonna say Uh, I was gonna get it popping off up in here. I know. You you ain't gonna disrespect his name. Put some respect on his name, okay? That's Adam Sandler. You gotta love him. We, you know, something we should talk about him next week. You know, Adam Sandler is everything. If not him, Kevin Hart. I have two people I want to talk about next week. But anyway, moving on. Um, Madea goes to jail. Opened at number one on February twentieth, two thousand nine, grossing forty one million and put and becoming his largest opening to date. Um, this was Perry's seventh film with Lion Gate entertainment at the request of director jj abrams also in 2009 perry had a small role as the starfleet um academy um commandant admiral barnett in star trek i i don't watch star trek so you know don't really know anything about you know that i didn't even know he was in that movie but which opened on May eighth. Um, this was his first film appearance outside of his own projects. Perry next wrote, directed, and starred in I Can Do Better by Myself. But going back to that, I thought the his first film outside of his Madea projects and stuff and his own projects was Alex Cross because that was the first movie I ever seen him in outside of his own um Madea and you know, his own projects. But, um, Perry next wrote, directed, and starred in I Can Do Bad All By, uh, I Can Do Bad All By Myself, a film structure around his Medea character. This was Perry's eighth film, and it is also made number one at the box office in 2009. Um, Perry teamed with Open Winfrey, as we said before, to present Precious, a film based on the novel Push by Sapphire. Why Did I Get Married 2, um, the sequel to Why Did I Get Married, 
opened in theaters on April 2nd, 2010. It featured Janet Jackson, Cicely Tyson, Louis um, Gossett Jr., Jill Scott, and Malik Yo- um, Yoba. Um, the film grossed $60 million domestically with $29 million made the opening weekend. Like, now, those two movies are good. You ever watch the play? Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I watched most of Tyler Perry plays. Have you really? Yes, I have. So you... Let's see. Uh, he... Well, he... Of course, he didn't make a Why'd I Get Married 2 play. Obviously. Which I think that would have been cool if he did make a part 2. He never, I noticed, he never makes no part twos to none of his plays. I just realized that. I don't think no plays ever have any part twos to it. But. There's, they're not supposed to. You can they, make they, part twos. They, they, it could be a, like a to be continued kind well, of thing. Oh, that's why he has Meet the Browns, the play, and then. Later on, he had Meet the Browns uh, TV show, and I think... Oh, yeah, the movie, too. Yeah, so I think the the reason why you really don't see too many sequels when it comes to Tyler Perry is because he always leaves room for him to rewrite uh, uh, the script and, you know, just... Uh, the same show alone, the same movie alone, you know, each one brought money in, in there. All his movies brought money in, which is a good thing, you know, he, he bringing in some good money, like, this is top, this is, he's hitting number ones in these box offices, and this is, that is awesome, like, especially him just starting on his um, these are just becoming his big, um, his first ever, you know, plays and movies he's ever wrote, directed, and produced. But that's really good. I personally like, one of my favorite movies was, um, Medea Goes to Jail. I like that movie. And, um, why did like I get me? Yeah, I like the play. I like the play, yeah. I like the play. I love the play. It's really good. And why did I get married? Um, I like part two. Um, better than part one. No, nah, I ain't gonna say that. I like part nah. I like part one, but I like part two. You know, never mind. Both of them are pretty good. I get the same. They're pretty good. But anyway, um, Perry directed a film um, adaptation of what? To what? I've never seen that before. Some with Shang's in it. 1975. Um, <laughs> um, a poem. <laughs> what in the world? I have never seen this word before in my life. But four colored women. Um, women. Four colored girls who have considered suicide when the rain- rainbow is enough. I have never. What is that? Let me. What the world? Is a form of dramatic expression of the last poetry. Then okay, so I'm guessing this was like a musical. Charles poem. That's not what it's saying. Choir poem. Choreop. 
point? I have never seen this before. But you guys, we are running out of time here. We're going to go on a little short break here. Um, a little music break. And we'll be right back.
Welcome back, you guys. You're listening to the Jazz Show on Hawk Radio on Anchor FM. Um, you guys, that was a song by Tyrese. It's called Lately. That was another throwback, you guys. Um, but for those of you that are tuning in, that are just tuning in, we're talking about Tyler Perry. Um, aka Medea. Um we're reading some information about him that maybe some people know about, some people don't know about. Um, but it says here, I'm just going to read where I left off here. Um, Perry released his 13th film, Temptation, Confessions of a Marriage Counselor, on March 29, 2013. That's a good show. I meant good show. Play. <laughs> good. Was it? The, it was a play. It was but play. it's also a movie, too. Uh-huh. That's that's that that this one here is the movie that they're talking about. Um, the film the film stars Lance Gross, Journey Smollett, Bernie Norwood, Robbie Jones, Vanessa Williams, and Kim Kardashian. Y'all, she actually did. I'm not gonna lie, she actually did pretty good in that movie. Mm. <laughs> she mean, yeah, she did. Man, right. yeah, she did. She get. She did good. I don't know why people hate on Kim. She did good. But um, he produced um Tyler Perry's Presence People. I did not know that. Peoples. That's a good movie. Um, released on May tenth, two thousand thirteen. He returned to the big screen with a Madea Christmas, like the movie in the play of that. Released on December 13, 2013, Perry directed the film The Single Moms Club. I've seen that movie. I didn't see most of these movies. <laughs> um, his first animated movie, Medea's Tough Love, which was on BET, uh, that was released January 20th, 2013. Somebody birthday on January 20th. I don't know who it is. Anyway. Perry Somebody was born in January <gasps> I cannot believe my wow. What the world what is going on? <laughs> wow, I cannot believe I just said that. <laughs> wow. I am so y'all birthdays in January. <laughs> it really is. Oh my goodness. That's sad. That's, that's Aww, sad. Oh, my chomp chomp. <laughs> anyway, in 2016, <laughs> we're going to get off of that. <laughs> in 2016, my I had a brain fart, that's all. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in 2016, Perry played scientist Baxter Stokeman in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, in mid January twenty sixteen, Perry started filming, um, his seventeenth film and the ninth within the um Medea franchise, Boo, a Medea Halloween, and the sequel, Boo, Part Two, and. One was released in 2016. The other one was released in the next year, 2017. Perry, alongside Oprah Winfrey, lent his voice in his first computer animated film called The Star. I never even watched that. 
I wanna, I wanna watch it, but I'm, I don't know where to watch it on, really. And I tried looking it up, I just don't know where to watch it. <laughs> Which is based on the um Nativity of Jesus, um developed by Sony Pictures Animation. The film was released on November set um seventeenth two thousand seventeen. Um, let's talk about his television programs. Um, Perry produced the long-running sitcom Tyler Perry's House of Pain, which ran, like we said, for eight seasons. Meet the Browns. We're getting to that. Um, it ran for from June twenty-first, two thousand six, to August tenth, two thousand twelve. The series followed an African American household of three generations. The show demonstrated the family members' um, serious, true-to-life struggles um, with faith and love. The show ran in the spring of 2006 as a 10-show pilot. After the successful pilot um, run, Perry signed a $200 million um, 100-episode deal with TBS. That's why I played on there for so long. Uh-huh. Uh, you didn't know that. I knew that. No, you didn't. On how do you know that, huh? I know a couple of things. How did you know about that though? Because you didn't know exactly. Anyway, on June six, two thousand seven, the first two episodes of Tyler Perry's House of Pain ran on TBS after receiving high ratings of House of Pain entered broadcast. Um syndication reruns uh, were played through December 2007 before the second season began Perry also wrote directed and produced a sitcom Meet the Browns which I said we were getting to which Mm -hmm. premiered on TBS on January 7 2009 and ended on November 18 2011 I think that's that's I like that show back then I liked that show more than I liked that House of Pain but now I like them both equally really yeah, so uh, I really want to more, really want to watch um Me the Browns more. But anyway, on October second, two thousand twelve, Perry struck an exclusive multi year partnership with Oprah Winfrey and her Oprah Winfrey Network. The partnership was largely for the purposes of bringing scripted television to own. Perry, having had previous success success in his um uh, in this department um Tyler Perry's for better or for worse I like now that's the show I like that's like really? one of yes that's one of my favorite shows that he did mm, it was based off of um why did I get married yeah it was just mm-hmm. yep Premiered on TBS on November two on twenty fifth two thousand eleven. Ah, the series was can- canceled by CBS, CBS Lord, TBS, in February two thousand thirteen, but was reviewed by OWN for a third season, which began on September eighteenth twenty thirteen. These are a lot of dates. <laughs> yeah, a lot of dates. Um, Perry has also has um two other new television series featured on OWN. The Arlon Soap Opera, as we said before, the Haves and the Have Nots in the sitcom Love Thy Neighbor. 
Um, have I watched that show? You have oh, yeah, Hattie. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's on um Hulu. Most of his shows on Hulu, too. A lot of his shows are on on on, on a lot of these um streaming sites. It, um, he does have one Netflix um movie on there. <clears throat> and I'm sure it's on here. And I think that's that's all he um I forgot the name of it. It's um Grace. Uh, let me look it up really quick. Mm-mm-mm. Let's see here, sir. We're gonna type it into our Google here. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, it's called A Fall from Grace. You've seen that? No. You've never seen that before? No, I have not. What? That's a, well, <laughs> dude, that's a good movie. And you need to go watch it. Yeah, I will do. When? When you gonna watch it? Soon. What's soon? Like tomorrow. <laughs> okay. But yeah, that's on Netflix. I think that's on the only. Netflix movie he has on there, and I think that's the only movie he has that's by him on there, if that makes sense. But I don't think he has any other movies. But his movies, most of his movies and TV shows are either on Hulu and BET Plus, um, and on Amazon Prime. Prime. Yes, you guys. But um, we're gonna go more into his personal life here and here it has his legal stuff on here the writers of guild the writers guild of america west is that a what that was a, what is that a film production or something Gold. never heard of that before um it filed yeah never Never heard that. Um, filed unfair labor practice charges with the National Labor Relations Board, um, alleging that Perry's production company, Tyler Perry Studios, unlawfully fired four writer four writers on October two thousand eight in retaliation for them trying to get a union contract. The dispute was settled a month later when Tyler Perry Studios agreed to a WGA um, signatory um, Mo Money Taxes in early 2009. Perry threatened legal action against Mo Money Taxes, a tax preparation company based in Memphis, Tennessee, for a running for running a TV spot that. He felt offensively <clears throat> parroted um, his work. Hmm. Um, in particular, Medea goes to jail. <laughs> in particular, um, Medea goes to jail. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, the ad feature. That's funny. The ad features a large Caucasian male. <laughs> Lord. John Cohen in, in drag. What? 
name Mama what? The Mama Dia's uh offending ad was dropped with circu from I mean was dropped from circulation. John Cohen. Okay. Why do you have to say that though, a large Caucasian male? Cause he's a large That's very, <laughs> that's very specific. Mm-hmm. And then um so this they made a parody. And I'm guessing what they basically they're saying they're what trying to get what money off of this something? Yes. Everybody trying to get a piece of the pie. Okay. <laughs> it's the large Caucasian male for me. <laughs> anyway. Really? Because I'm thrown off by that. I've never seen that. That's funny. But anyway. More about his personal life. Um, Perry is a Christian. He has become a good Became good friends with Janet Jackson, Will Smith, and Oprah Winfrey. He is friends with my birthday twin, Will Smith, period. Anyway, (laughs) many of the themes in his work reflect um, theology and social behavior and, and, um, and... the, um, indicative of the black church culture mm, okay such as the many scenes in both his stage and screen work that featured um <laughs> that featured church settings and worship styles commonly um found in African-American churches, including showcases of gospel music and artists. In 2007, Perry bought a 17-acre estate in the Paces neighborhood of Buckhead, Atlanta. I'm going to go to Buckhead. Mm. Hmm. Do you really? Yeah, that's the rich part. Yeah, I know. What's the, what's the poor part name? What's the ghetto part name then? Wherever, where T.I. was at. What's the name? Uh, I totally forgot. You forgot? Isn't it Cascade or something? No, that's the name of a skating rink. Was it? Yes. I thought it was still named the city. For those of you who don't know, it is called Bankhead. Bankhead? Yes, it is called Bankhead. Look it up. Bankhead and Bankhead. Yes. Are you positive? I'm very positive. You know. Why would he open up a studio in um, Bankhead? Well, he opened the studio was based on a Confederate uh, military base. Okay, we're getting into that. What does that have to do with him opening in, on, in the area? I'm saying. Because he... Well, once again, why would he open it up in Bankhead? Because Bankhead is bad. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, in May 2016, he did he ever do, did he ever do any moves with Will Smith? Did he? He never did no moves with Will Smith. Will Smith has never been in none of his moves. How did they become good friends? Anyway. Um... <laughs> 
they know Oprah. Okay, so. Oprah. Okay, is, it's a mutual thing. That's what I'm trying to say. That's what I'm thinking. Like, but Will's. Oh, uh, you see. Yeah, okay, Oprah was in. Yeah, was in the first Prince of Bel Air. Janet Jackson was in one of the Tyler Perry's movies. Yeah. Okay, anyway. <laughs> in May 2016, he sold the house of $17.5 million, also closing the biggest deal ever for a private home in the Georgia capital. Um, in 2013, his um company, ETPC LLC, that's a lot, purchased around 1,100 acres in the New Manchester, um, Georgia area of Douglas County, Georgia. Um, on July twentieth, twenty um two thousand nine, um Perry sponsored sixty five children for um from a Philadelphia day camp to um visit Walt Disney World. After reading that a suburban swim club, the Valley Swim Club of Huntington Valley, um, Pennsylvania, had shunned them. Wow. He wrote on his website, I want them to know that for every act of evil that a few people will throw at you, there are millions more who will do something kind for them. And I'm guessing he is those, he's one of those people that are do kind. Yeah, absolutely. I wouldn't mind me, Tom Perry. You seem to go chill like that. You seem like he'll give you some good advice. Yeah, but she do his plays and his movies. Oh yeah, it's always a a um a uh, message at the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, But anyway, on December eighth, two thousand nine, Perry's mother, really, oh Maxine, ah, died at age sixty four following an illness. I know he was heartbroken. As of twenty twenty, he is unmarried. <laughs> So, <clears throat> he has a kid. Yeah, he does. He has a son. He lives and works in Southwest Atlanta, where he operates the Tyler Perry Film and TV Studios. In August 2010, it was reported that he had purchased Dean Gardens, a 58-acre. He bought <laughs> by the acres a um 58-acre estate in the Atlanta suburb of John uh, Jones Johns Creek. He tore um tore down the existing. 32,000 square foot mansion and plant but never built a new environmentally friendly home on the property. Um on November 30th, 2014, Perry's partner uh <laughs> Jalila Bakil, I guess, Bakil gave birth to their son. Okay. Interesting last name. In September 2017, Perry purchased a house in, oh, what's the world? Moholland Estates, a gated community. He he just buying up a bunch of property, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, in Los Angeles, Perry owns vacation properties in, ooh, both Wyoming and the Bahamas. Fancy. Good uh-huh. for him. Okay. Whoop whoop. If I I I don't know. If I was rich personally, I would not be buying all that property. I don't know. That's just. Me, I don't know. That's just me. That's just me. That's just me. That is just me. 
But, um, you guys, we're going to go on a short little break and we'll be right back. y'all it's your girl jasmine if you have not heard about the anchor app it's the easiest way to make a podcast let me explain why first it's free second there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or from your computer anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on spotify apple Podcasts, and many more other streaming sites You can also make your own money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And lastly, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead and download that free app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome back, you guys. Um, We're still talking about Tyler Perry. (laughs) Whatever, you're lame. (laughs) but anyways um we're going back to we're talking about his reception here his reception here reception Mm -hmm. and he had some criticism seems that it says here it says despite um praising perry in 2006 directed spike lee director spike lee criticized his work in 2009 stating each artist should be allowed to pursue their artists in um, endeavors, but I still think there is a lot of stuff out today that is coonery buffoonery. <laughs> yes, Spike Lee is he really lame. is so old. <laughs> so lame. I like Spike Lee. He's cool. You do? Yeah. He, he. Why not? What's wrong with Spike Lee? Even though I, I love his art. I just don't like his personality. What's wrong with his personality? He's he's a very mean person. <laughs> Why is he mean? What makes him mean? Well, we're not gonna get into that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> he um, makes he he's he's like a good So piece. when Tyler Perry opened Tyler Perry Studios, um now for some of y'all don't know he named a lot of studio sound uh stage after actors and such as Will Smith, Oprah Winfrey. Uh I forgot the rest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are two main big big um ones, you know. Um he had a few more, I think. Maybe yeah, Holly Berry was on that thing. On what? I believe, if I'm not mistaken. It was one of his, um, what, sound studios, stage thingies? Oh, yes, yes, Holly Berry. I, I believe, let's see, let's see, I want to see. Has he had a few, um, um, people? What is it, sound? Sound stage. Spike Lee, Woody Goldberg, see some good ones up here. Oh, uh, Woody Goldberg. Where are they at? Where are they at? They ready at? Ready at? Ready at? I just you know. Mmm. Yada yada yada. This is talking about and and we're getting this information off of Atlanta Business um, Chronicle. 
<laughs> Man, I want to talk about Oprah low key. Like Oprah and her um Oprah and her relationship with, with what's his name? Tyler Perry. No, no, no. The dude he the dude she's going out with. Her boyfriend. Her longtime boyfriend. To be honest, nobody really paid attention to him. Bruh. <laughs> um But here are the names. Um let's see. I'm on the notable never mind, these are his guests. But he oh, he got some good guests on here. He had Jay Z Beyonce and Jay Z, former president Bill Clinton, period. Hillary Clinton, yeah, Hillary, we all know she was going to be there, hello. P. Diddy, P. Diddy, Ava, I don't know how to say that. Tiffany Haddish. Samuel L. Jackson, Viola Davis, Stacey Abrams, U.S. Rep. Maxine Waters, period. Love her. As he said, Sister, Sisters. Tiffany Haddish, Sister, Sister, Tamara Mowry. Um, Lonnie Love, Jenny, the girls from the will, from the will, Lord, from the real, from the real, Michelle Williams, Ludacris, Usher, Tyree, Holly LaBelle, 2 Chains, Gladys Knight, (laughs) that Terrence Howard, period, period, gotta love Terrence Howard, Gladys Knight, Gail King, um, Oprah Winfrey's best friend, Kelly Rowland, best friend, Jennifer Lewis, um, Michelle, he said, Michelle Williams, he said, Tina Knowles, um, Cameron Hall, she's a host, she has her own show, Keisha Knight, um, Storm Red, and B.B. Winans, C.C. Winans, brother. The the list goes on and on. The list does go on and on, it really does. But here, I'm trying to figure out who is the, it doesn't. Unless I'm skipping over it or something. Unless I'm, like, skipping over it. Sorry, y'all. I'm trying to figure this out. <laughs> oh, let's see. Okay, here we go. Um. Okay, it says, Each stage was named after icons in the interna- entertainment world. Open Winfrey, Denzel Washington, Spike Lee, Wubble Goldberg, Sir Sidney Porti- Porti- Porter. Portier. Porter. Sir Sydney Porter. Oh, uh-huh. that's not how you say his name. <laughs> yeah. Holly Berry, Will Smith, Harry Belafonte, um, Cicely Tyson, Tyson. Ruby D. Um Ozzy oh wait, no, Ozzy Davis and the late John Singleton, Di- um, Diane Carroll and Della Oh, Della Oh, yeah, that's right. John Singleton did pass, didn't he? Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. That was an, that was unexpected. No one expected his passing at all. But um, it says here most of these honorees were pre- uh, were present. Winfrey, Wa- Washington, Lee, Goldberg, Perry, um, I meant Barry, Smith, and Tyson happily christening um each new studio by breaking a bottle of champagne that triggered fireworks above each individual studio when it um came to the dedication of studio one 
named after Oprah Winfrey, of course. Well, fireworks filled the entire stage. Man, I feel like she shouldn't. Maybe did they show her as first or last? Because that could have been like the finale or stuff. But that I think that's really cool that he named all of his studios after. Um, all yeah. those celebrities. That is inspiring. And if you guys would like to see that ceremony, please go into YouTube and look it up. There are videos of Tyler Perry Studios opening up and uh, show you the platform of how he sets up his shows um, and all that. So, um... With yeah. that being said, yeah, he uh, also if you if you follow Will Smith <clears throat> on YouTube, he has um he has like a little small vlog of him going to his um the opening of his studio. But you guys, um, it's about almost about that time to wrap it up. Sadly. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, that's mostly it about Mr. Tyler Perry. Um, I don't know who I'm gonna want to talk about next. We have two people. Who did I say? I said Kevin Hart and someone Oprah else. No, no, no. I said someone else before that. But I think I'm gonna talk about Kevin Hart next week, you guys, and you know, so look forward to talking about him. <clears throat> I said Adam Sandler. I said Adam Sandler. So, either Adam Sandler or Kevin Hart. But I think I'm going to talk about Kevin Hart. So, you guys tune in next week to listen to more information about um, the, the um, celebrities. And, you know, if you guys have any input or any suggestions or who I should um, talk about, just let me know. You can hit me up in my DMs. At Jazz Johnson eight nine four or eight nine four seven, Jazz Johnson eight nine four seven on my Instagram, and that'll be all, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back next week, same time, same place. Thank you for listening, Hawk Radio. FM. FM. <laughs> yeah, you guys don't listen to him. He's weird. But uh, (laughs) (laughs) see y'all later. Peace.